1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG thirteen. Well,
0: welcome to Dilly Ding Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner, I'm back and joining me today is James the Sharp N Sharp and we'll be reflecting on uh, all events at uh, the King Power Stadium including that first win of the season over Wolverhampton Wanderers but uh, before we uh, dissect that game let's uh, discuss the breaking news on Sunday night that Wilfred Diddy has signed a new contract and it's a six Six year year contract, contract. huge contract for the youngster and uh, great news for Leicester City because he's obviously been one of City's best-performing players over the last couple of years, won the Young Player of the Year, two years running. Uh, Six years, that's the longest contract that Leicester City have ever given a player. Six years. They've never given a one that long before. That must indicate how highly they rate this lad
1: and how important he's going to be to their future. Yeah, and also how much Ndidi knows how big Leicester City is to his future as well. Because I know we've seen Mara signing a new contract and people say well they don't mean much nowadays but it's a huge statement of intent for a player who I can't remember a player maybe maybe on obviously but he's from another planet who settled into life at Leicester so quickly I remember when he signed in that January he looked just as though he was ready for the pace of the Premier League from the beginning and ever since then he's been so crucial integral to Leicester's team he's, he is one of the first names on the team sheet because he's so integral to that role there and there have been a few whispers around that he might get the big clubs might come calling but Leicester nailed him down to a six year deal which is it's a huge deal both for Ndidi and for Leicester and the fans well, that's great news. Well, I'm sure that contract won't put uh,
0: the bigger clubs from, uh, no. off from having a little uh, tentative go for him in the future. Um, obviously, it'll mean that his fee's going to be uh, incredibly it's large. Yeah. Uh a Much larger than it was before. But it's incredible, his, um, his, his rise at Leicester City. Because I remember talking to Alex McLeish, who uh, gave him his debut in Belgian football uh, when he was only like a teenager. And he played him full-back in his opening game. He said, but straight away you could tell then he, you know, he had something about him and uh, he was a great athlete f- you know, physically could get around the pitch and uh, he, he, I remember him saying to me that uh, he'll be a massive hit in English football and here we are just 18 months later and we're talking about you know, the longest contract in the club's history and,
1: and it looks like they're building the team around him Yeah and it, it breeds into this this new <clears throat> era you might say of this, this evolution of Leicester into this exciting young side with the likes, of him, I'm sure, we'll come to him later, the likes of Madison and Chilwell and Gray. Indeed, is a huge part of that, and you forget. I think I forget that he's just 21 years old because he looks so, so he looks so experienced and so mature and so natural in the way that he plays, and to have someone of that class, and also because he's so young, he's nowhere near his prime yet, and he's only going to get better and better. To have someone like that. In the, in the heart of your team, can only make fans excited for the future. Well, what must be exciting for the, those youngsters is that they're going to play regularly
0: at Leicester City. If Nididi had gone to an Arsenal or a Liverpool, you there's know, no guarantee he's going to be playing week in week. And I think that stifles their development. Young players have to play to learn. They have to mm. make mistakes and be given the opportunity and the forgiveness, that that leeway to make mistakes so they can become better players. And I think uh, Nididi has v- been very well uh, advised to say stay at Leicester City, you're gonna play every week, they're building a the team around you're an important player here.
1: It's best for your development. Well I remember when would it have been? Would it have been the first summer when there were those reports coming coming from Andidi's so-called agent that Manchester that Manchester he was wanted to go to Manchester United. Manchester United room for him. Ndidi was so panicked by these reports and so dismissive that he himself I remember him him Making it clear, like no, no, this is not me. Oh, I am in Leicester. I am one hundred ten percent Leicester. These aren't true. I mean, nowadays when players get speculated about, they tend to keep quiet. But indeed, he was straight out of there saying, "No, I am a Leicester City player. This is, I love it here." And well, he's shown that he does that. Why well, his new contract? Even him holding up his shirt with twenty twenty four on the back, which is what how long he will be here if he sees out his contract. I think this is sending out a message
0: to all of Leicester City's Premier League rivals. They've had a summer of all the uh, speculation around Harry Maguire. Mm. They've lost Riyad Mahrez to Manchester City, Ooh. eventually. Who was on the bench. Yesterday. He was on the bench, yeah. He's not playing on a regular basis. Um, although it's early in the season. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, you know, I think this is sending out a statement that they're building this team. They're not going to be pushed around. There seems to be this... Idea that just because Man United might want a Leicester City player or Liverpool or Arsenal that they can just come and get them. Mm. I think they've shown with the stance on Mares how it took them 12 months for Man City a uh, long time to get him. Uh, it shows again with the, the uh, stance on Henry Maguire mm. and now offering this contract that Leicester City is saying to the rest of the Premier League our players are not for sale we're building something here you cannot de- derail us.
1: Yeah well we've always said haven't we that Vichai Sri and Alphapar Leicester's chairman is Welcome. not I it is not a guy that gets bullied, well, not even lightly at all, especially not in a transfer window so close to deadlines. He sees Leicester City as a team. He, his project, his club, he wants them to be a force in the Premier League who pushing, pushes for Europe every season and fights in that top half of the table consistently. You don't do that if you sell your best players every season. You, you, we can see that from Southampton look yeah. at them look at them they, every year they flog their best players eventually that catches up with you and last season they survived by the skin of their teeth Leicester don't, aren't going to do that because it doesn't make business sense for you or your team to be battling in the top half of the table the top seven, six and we can't sell your best players can you and um, I think Reach I is sending that message out there and is what a message that is for fans to hear Now he we just said there he's the first choice centre
0: midfield player yeah. he's had various central midfield partners in the last 18 yeah. months and he had another one at the weekend he Papi did. Mendy uh, starting for the first time in over a
1: year um, only his, I think it's only his... first time in 19 months oh, I think according to our staffer Jordan Blackwell he says that the last time Mendy started a Premier League game was that horrendous defeat to Southampton at at St Mary's when when Ranieri played the diamond and it all, all went to pot that is a long time since we spent last season out on Lone at Nice when that team sheet came out obviously Wes Morgan had been dropped for Johnny Evans and the captain being dropped wasn't even the most talked about thing on the team sheet it was the fact that it wasn't Adrian Silva it wasn't Pachente Abora it was Papi Mendy who'd spent all of last season on Lone at Nice They played a bit in pre-season and looked okay but had been injured at the end of it here he is in the starting lineup, and it was a really pleasant surprise because he was he was excellent. He just kept things nice and tidy, taking things along, won the ball as 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 much as indeed he won the ball. Uh, his past success rate was really high. Just kept it moving, kept things ticking over, and he there's no way he should be losing his place. It really was that he was excellent. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now. I mean, it looks like Powell
0: believes in, Mendy. Um, judging by his comments after the yeah. game. Yeah,
1: he was captain at Nice when he was there.
0: Yeah, so he's saying that the player that he saw um, last season wasn't the player that he knew from his time at Nice, and, um, but now he thinks he's fit and firing and it looks like he's going to be extended running the team, but there's still speculation in France that somebody's going to come in for him. Marseille this time, they're going to come in and try and get him on loan again and take him back to France for another season. But I, I can't I, say that, happening. I, mean. I think puel has got believes in this guy and wants to keep him in the side. Yeah, he does. I
1: remember his first I think it was his first press conference when Puel came to the club. Uh, he was asked about Mendy because he was just, he's been out on loan at Nice, and asked if he, had, if he had a future, and he says, "Yeah, when he's fit, when he's when he when he gets his fitness back, there is no reason why Mendy won't have a future here." And at the time, we thought, "Well, maybe that's just because he's Puel's man, and maybe he's just saying that." But no, uh, he, he, he certainly does, and I think not just me, but a lot a lot of Leicester fans were really pleasantly surprised to see see his performance. Would you do you think that
0: eclipsed even the Adrian Silva performance at Man United and what you've seen before from Vicente Abora?
1: Um he's, he's definitely definitely a different player to Abora. We know Abora is they come kind of just kind of meanders around the language, pitch. yeah, yeah, the yeah, cigar relax. and slippers, yeah. Uh I was a bit concerned, probably a bit strong, but before the game I thought I wondered how he would f- Mendy would play with indeedy because you wouldn't you'd say neither of them are really the most you wouldn't think either of them are the most creative. Would be a bit too much light for light. but they weren't really. And Mendy was played a bit differently. Until he just, he just, indeed, he would, would was harrying around, winning the ball back everywhere. And, but Mendy was more, it would, would intercept more, won a few tackles, but just kept things ticking over. And I can't see Silver getting back in the side with Mendy performing how he did at the weekend. Well, one player that
0: is going to be out of the side for a few games, Jamie Vardy, picked up a red card for. A, uh, a, a yeah. Quite a, a lunge, although there's a lot of debate over of whether debate, it should yeah. have been a red or isn't a red. And I think I, well, I know, I was saying to you before we came on there that um, back in my day, yep. playing that certainly wouldn't even that possibly wouldn't even been a free kick because the ball's there to be played, and he's played it. And the old phrase always used to be ball and man, and he certainly took both.
1: Didn't he, he did, and I think that's the that is the that's the issue, and we aren't. We aren't living in fifteen years ago we aren't living in the in the Vinnie Jones in, in the in the, in the, in the Jones era. We're now in a in a people might say football's gone soft, and a lot of people have said football's gone soft. But we we're now in an era where those kind of tackles aren't aren't acceptable. And I I as a as a family journalist I love Varley to bits and but from my point of view, and I was tweeted about it quite a lot over the weekend. For me, it was uh, it was nailed on red, and I know loads of Leicester fans have been commenting saying Wallard rubbish. It's not. So far, I've they've, they've used three arguments: one that he got the ball, two that he couldn't help his follow through, and it's his follow through that took him out, and also that he didn't mean it. All those three things are true, but none of them matter because none of them are taken into account. He did win the ball, but then he took him out at knee height. He couldn't help his follow through again it doesn't matter he's still caught in there and also intent doesn't matter because it's not taken into account intent is not included in the referee's thought process if Vardy is endangering his opponent then it should be a red card and it, it was a red card Mike Dean was there was was in a good position and saw it and it was right the, the complaint that Leicester fans might have which is more accurate is well why did Vardy get sent off when Jordan Pickford remained on the pitch when he kicked a player in the back and why? Why are they not both red cards? That's the that's the complaint I think Mr. Fans going to have. Well, I, I looked at the uh, the incident
0: initially. I thought, well, it's good strong tackle, yeah. it's a fair tackle. But then, in the modern cl- era that's of the football, thing, you know, we know that, uh, that red cards pop out like pop tarts yeah. these days.
1: That's a, that's a Vardy not that's a Vardy's non-league days kind of tackle, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, in those days, the ball was there to be won. He's fully committed player, as we've always seen. Yeah. The ball was there. I I personally don't like to see players du- ducking out of tackles mm. and not going in for tackles. But I think in the modern era, the way we're going, you're going to see it a lot more. You're going to see players pulling out of tackles because they don't. It's not because they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to get a red card. And I think the game's going game, meandering towards becoming um, a non-contact sport. I think you see more contact now in basketball than you do in football these days. And uh, uh, and it has gone soft, in my opinion. But yeah. there you go. That's the decision in the current current climate. Just a three red card and a three game band. Yeah. Gives an opportunity to clutch Ian Nacho. Inacho's look very sharp in the <coughs> pre season, hasn't it, now we'll go to Southampton and we're expecting Ian Nacho to lead the yeah. line. Uh, with Madison behind him who scored his first goal for the club.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Ian Nacho will we'll be happy that his teammate's been suspended, but he had such a strong end of the pre season, scored four goals in three games, got the chance at Old Trafford and had a couple of opportunities where he probably should have scored or should have done better with it and he didn't take his chance at Old Trafford, which meant that Vardy naturally came straight back in. So, he would probably be thinking, oh, missed my chance there. Mm. Now he's going to get that chance again. So, Kalecci's probably going to think, right, I've got to, I've got to take this now. But if he performs as he did in pre-season, then I think Leicester, Leicester fans shouldn't be overly concerned that Vardy's not there. Vardy if didn't, Vardy didn't have the most effective of games at the weekend, and a lot of people are saying, well, maybe that's why he dived in, he's a little bit frustrated. So, I think it's a good chance for Iheanacho, and um, hopefully he can take it. Let's talk about James Madison, the new signing. He's had an impressive start, mm. hasn't he, to
0: his Leicester City career, got his goal, OK, it was a bit of a deflection, and you could look over the whole game and say that, you know, Lady uh, yeah. Luck sort of smiled at Imple direction uh, against Wolverhampton Wanderers, but... Um, he took his, his shot. He brought a ticket to the lottery. And he won, didn't he? So he got his goal. And he, but he's really impressed, has not he? So far? he has.
1: Yeah, he was impressed in pre-season, and he looked like the kind of player that Puel has been desperate for in that in that number ten role. He played. He tried everyone there. Everyone by the kit man last season, and he played Okazaki, Gray, Diabati, Barti, and all there. Not got that creative player that he wants. And Madison looked like that player always dropping into space, always wants the ball, always turning and looking to play it forward. And he was, he was the most creative player in the Championship last season, double figures for goals and assists. The big question was, can he make that step up from the Championship? And we saw at Old Trafford on what was arguably the biggest stage in the Premier League. He looked at home straight away. He's got, and I mean, I mean this in, like, in, in, in the nicest possible way, he's got a swagger about him when he goes out onto the pitch. I've chatted to him a bit off the pitch, and he is—he wouldn't say he's like like a Ronaldo arrogant man. But when he's on the pitch, he's got a bit it's of... confident lad. Though, he's, isn't? Yeah, I interviewed him as well uh, when the fan store was open, and he come across as somebody who certainly believes in his own ability. Yeah, and you can see when he gets on the pitch, he's got that. Sw- he's got a bit of swagger about him, like he knows, like he wants to own that stage a little bit. And while this is still only early days and it's still a long way to go, he—you get the sense that he's going to be. V- Crucial to Leicester City's play and that he, he's more than happy to take that on his shoulders.
0: What I like about his play is that he's very positive. As soon as he gets the ball, he's turning, he's looking yeah. to play forward, looking to play people in. And, uh, Puel said after the game he wants him to shoot more, he wants him to be a little bit more selfish and have a go because he's got you know, a, good, uh, mm. a good shot on him, he gets himself in some, some good positions but he says he's always looking to play other people in which is great from a team perspective as well but sometimes he's got to be a bit more direct, a yeah. bit more... Bit more like Riyad used to be, just try and take a couple people on and have, have a pop yeah. at goal. So, um, but there's more goals in him. You sense this season. Yeah, I
1: th- think so. And, and seeing him take a shot in the, the air like that was, was good to see. But I think that's what you, the, the thing about him getting the ball with his back to goal and turning and playing it forward. That's what's so crucial because we saw last season because Paul didn't have that player a lot. It did become a bit ponderous and sideways because there, there wasn't that key link to take the ball and move it forward so it all got a bit sideways and a bit tentative now he's got that player in there that wants to play it forward that's a, that's, that's great to see and also he's, he's going to hopefully make the play a bit more attacking and a bit more exciting to watch
0: Well let's talk about Leicester City's first win of the season Yeah, I mean before the game I I know a lot of people who expected Leicester City to, to, to beat Wolves but I thought that was a tough game because mm-hmm. I saw them the opening weekend, they had their tails up from their promotion, they've got some great players. Chão a Portugal international, they've got in their midfield as well. They've got some Ruben great, Neves, Grubin Diego Jotu
1: played in the Champions League. I mean, I know they've all been crowbarled into that team by George Mendes, on, the, on yeah. a bit of the cheat, but that's a quality side. And, and
0: they proved last season, I mean, they ran away with the championship title. So I always thought that was going to be a, a, a tough one and that they'd have moments in the game. Don't think Leicester fans expected them to have as many moments in the game as they as they had them I in mean, the would work three times was Three it? times, yeah, and Chilwell won off the line. I wrote I wrote about this today in in, in the verdict in the Which is on the website now if you want to go and read James's. Or in the paper
1: if you want the paper. Oh yeah, for the paper. Yeah. Um, and yeah Leicester had seen the the, the 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 first real kind of blossomings of a bit of an exciting young era at Old Trafford but they but they come away with defeat and no points on the board and people say, well, yeah, but that was a bit of a free hit. Now you've got to do it at home against a team where you're probably expected to win, even though it's going to be a tough game. And we've already seen, even after that Man U game, there's already, still like, already talk about, like, rumblings about Paul's future on the back pages of the papers, despite a promising performance, despite having... Not been, our paper, by the way. No, despite having been given £100 million in the transfer window to buy his players and being backed up after the end of last season which was quite um, pretty, not negative atmospheres around the ground so Paul needed to get off to a great start in front of the home fans where it, at the end of last season there'd been lots of murmurings and stuff so had to get off to a good start and then after about 10-15 minutes Wolves are peppering, the, peppering them could have scored two or three times what would the atmosphere have been like had any of those gone in what would the half-time reaction have been how would they have responded to that we all need a bit of luck some, sometimes. The own goal off Doherty's off Doherty's head. It all went Puel's way right at the time when he needed it. And once they got ahead, they managed to use their quality to keep them ahead. And there's a bit of a, a bit of a weight off the shoulders now. I think now that wins. Off, they're off the mark. They're on their way. Fans are seeing some good football going forward. They need to work on stuff defensively, but. He needed that bit of luck and he got it. And hopefully that will be the start now of an upward trajectory.
0: Well, positive signs, early doors in the season. Still a lot of areas to be worked on. I mean, this is a a team in transition. We've Mm. spoken about this before, how how is changing not just the system, but the style of play. Uh, It's a lot more um, expansive sort of game, really, rather than the defensive counter-attack style that we're used to before. But some positive signs, early doors then.
1: Yeah, and also positive signs... the, the chairman wrote about it in his programme notes and said the evolution of this team will continue this year we started last year into a new style under Puel and he referenced in his notes that Puel has a fine record of developing young talent and so it sounds there that, that the owner's idea is for, they want Puel to evolve the side and bring it into this, this, this young era and we've seen that, Madison, Grey Chilwell and Didi, Maguire is still classed young. In that show as young. Inacho as well. Inacho, I mean, yeah. Pereira, Diabate, um, Gazal. All these, you were on young players, exciting players, lots of flair, lots of um, attacking um, intense Pereira even more so than anyone. He's a right back, but he was almost further up the field than O'Brien was. there is a new excitement and a new look Leicester team, and I think now they now they've got going and now the fans can see what they're trying to do, you would hope and you would expect that the fans can get behind this now because there's, there's clearly something there that they can get behind. Well, check back
0: on the Mercury website. We've got all the uh, reaction to the weekend's action uh, we're going to have uh, some more stories going yeah. on today from, uh, from the weekend, uh, player interviews and some more thoughts of Claude Puel. And then we'll start building up to the big game at Southampton mm. away, which was a great performance last season. Uh, so we're hoping for more of the same. Uh, we'll have all the uh, news coming out of Claude uh, press conference on Thursday. as we look forward to um, the weekend game at St Mary's. Join us both then.